Blog Talk Radio. enough for you lovely people. It's Brian Rails. Who the fuck else? This lovely Wednesday afternoon, night, whatever. It's 542. I get it. Okay, so to continue this lovely shindig, we are going to start off with a SmackDown Live review. Monkeys, oh monkeys, not from Wizard of Oz. Can you please hit my music? Don't give me that look. Kingston comes out in plain sight 
the revival comes down to attack him. He attacks him with steel chair. That's okay, whatever. Um, I don't care about the stupid analysis. Apollo Crews, um, King of the Ring, whatever. So Andrade advances in the King of the Ring tournament in the quarterfinals. Eight superstars from Raw, eight superstars from SmackDown Live participate in the King of the Ring tournament, and Andrade Cien almost just beat Apollo Crews. All right, so Alexa Bliss, a moment of bliss with Nikki Cross, featured Charlotte Flair, who we just recently beat Trish Stratus at the hottest event of the summer in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, at the Scotia Center. Then Bailey came over and she rudely, and I mean rudely, pushed Charlotte. Normally I don't talk highly of the queen, but she pushed her out of her chair, which was extremely rude. Bailey, you not you not no manners. You even said that Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss, you know, Alexa Bliss was just using Nikki. How dare you? Well, you are kind of, I guess you hug everything, including landmines, but as some kind of formal effect. So Charlotte laid down the challenge. Then you had Buddy Murphy versus Daniel Bryan, who pulled off the biggest upset of his career. That was very good. It was a very good match. Very surprised. Then you had Heavy Machinery versus The Revival. Uh, somehow, The Revival defeated Heavy Machinery. It was okay. It just wasn't... That match really didn't pull. Then Miz TV with uh, Sami Zayn. Shinsuke Nakamura came out because... You know, Miz said, you know, of all the losses you've had, you've had time to look at the lights and reflect, have you not? And Sammy said, yes. Yes, I do. So Sammy Zayn basically and Miz have never gotten along. So Shinsuke Nakamura is kind of the icing on the cake for Sammy to revive his career. Very good. Kevin Owens apologizes to Shane, and Shane still screws him over, and, you know, that's bound to happen. In a King of the Ring tournament match, the 24-7 rules were suspended. Um... So, the reveal of who attacked Roman Reigns. I, I don't know what to say, folks, other than that was such an Earl Hebner moment for the officials to see, uh, not just the officials, but WWE Universe. And, let's see here. Ah, yes. My entire assessment of SmackDown Live, though it's short and sweet, they're starting to turn into what Monday Night Raw used to be, just a little bit. How so? They're on different times, and they're about to go to Friday nights on Fox. So if you have Hulu, and this may sound like a piss-poor advertisement, if you have Hulu, be sure to catch WWE SmackDown Live, because no one and their mother is going to watch wrestling on a Friday night, unless you are sorely depressed like moi. Not all the time, you fuckers. I'm not that sick in the head. Sometimes. Okay. Look. Wrestling is going to be on Fridays. It's going to be on Wednesdays now. Wednesdays kind of like a middle-of-the-day thing. Like, if your children love wrestling, you should love your child. I tell you. You should praise them. You should buy them all the candy in the world. And if they're hyper, don't. Trust me. I, I've been privileged enough to be around kids that are hyper and I don't want to be around them all the time anyways the whole reveal of Rowan like 
how is that not Rowan? Like, I know who did it. It was Rowan. Like, the dude looks exactly like him. It's like going to a pet store and seeing twin Cocker Spaniels. You're just like, well, the fuck? I want one of these guys or both because they're both cute. But it's highly confusing, the reveal for who attacked Roman Reigns. And now it's like, okay, I see what they're doing. Tease, 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 and then... Ah, reveal, you know, it's like a murder mystery party, right? So the reveal for uh, Rowan being the attacker of Roman Reigns is completely fine. Uh, Shinsuke aligning himself with Sami Zayn. It's confusing, folks, but it's one of those, okay, I checked your work type thing if you have kids, and said, okay, well, you did fine. You just, your delivery was not all quite there type thing the whole Kofi Kingston and Randy Orton thing is beautiful I love it I want the chaos and um, everything that comes with it uh, as far as the main event goes yes it has intrigue yes you want Kevin Owens to come through because he's the dude that wants to stick it to the or stick it in the man and the man happens to be Shane McMahon the story that I think of when I see that would be Stone Cold Steve Austin, Vince McMahon. But I don't think Stone Cold ever apologized to Vince. I think the story is going good. I just, I don't know. You want to add oomph to it? Great. Um, I don't, I don't honestly, I think that Shane should belong in the back where he should not be seen and only should come out on occasion like, Hey, we have this promotion. Hey, we have that promotion. But I guess you want to keep him around like that toy of your child that never goes away and keeps popping up even after you put it in the bag and brought it to Savers or you put it in the attic and it somehow miraculously pops up and it scares you in your nightmares. No, I'm not describing my child, okay? Look, SmackDown Live was okay, but it could be better in some areas. In other areas, it's fine. It's doing fine. So, all right, folks. Normally, I can ramble further about SmackDown Live and what needs to be fixed and what needs to be, you know, just put in place. But I'm just going to touch base with this. You promos, really? SmackDown Live has turned into a Monday Night Raw. What in the actual fine fuck? Eric Bischoff writing? Where? Where's the evidence of Bischoff writing? If this was Eric Bischoff writing, can we see some sampled evidence of his style of writing? Bullet point, you know, hit on the bullet points. Uh, People would be... Are they loose and walking? I don't fucking know. Look, if it was Bischoff writing this shit, things would be a lot more clearer, and there'd be less talking. But seeing as how Monday Night Raw has got Heyman, it seems like everyone's loose, it's more chaotic, and that's what some wrestling fans like. Some wrestling fans need a story to be told. Hello? You only need a few talking, a few vignettes, a few promos to tell your fucking story. 
So, with that being said, the following content is TV mature audience. You can't fucking see me. I'm on a podcast. That's pretty funny. The following content is for mature audiences only. If you have a child, please put them to sleep because after you hear what I'm going to say, I don't want this repeated. Well, there's a solution to that. You don't have to listen to me, but no, we come from a society that gripes and I'm already ranting. So, anyways, this content has been copyrighted since the year 2016. The content that I am using for as far as music usage, Nikki Cross, Glasgow Cross, subject copyright, I understand the penalty of perjury involved in me playing her music each time. I do not own the rights to the theme Glasgow Cross performed by group and cross. I understand what is about to go down. So I don't have to go word for word on that shit. Let's just hit my music and let's get this let's get this fucker started, right? Let's put the key in ignition. Let's put my foot on the fucking gas and let's have a good time. Shall we? Get shall do our research of when NXT officially began and also when AEW began because in order to know thine enemy we must research okay and I have research prepared for you all it's like a boring PowerPoint presentation all we read January 1st 2018 Okay, February 23rd, created by Paul Triple H Levesque and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So, when was the start date? It says February 23rd, 2010. NXT initially debuted in 2010 as a seasonal show, which was presented as a hybrid between WWE's scripted live event shows and reality television, in which talent from WWE's developmental territory, FCW, uh, was says, with the help of mentors from WWE's Raw and SmackDown brands, five seasons of this er, er, iteration were broadcast with Wade Barrett, Travel, Caitlin, and Johnny Curtis being announced as winners. Okay. In June 2012, WWE ended the seasonal competition format of the show and opted to revamp it. So, it says... Production was February 2nd, 2010. So NXT started off as a reality show. And so in 2014, in August of 2019, it was announced that NXT would expand a two-hour live program on USA Network beginning September 18th, 2019. So in other words, folks, Yes, for those of you who know your wrestling history, 
AEW, let me start the research on them. Because I'm doing this on the fly, folks. When it starts, it pours. It's not raining yet, but thank you, no bird is shit all over May. January 1st, 2019, and it says All Elite Wrestling is the first company with major financial backing to take a swing at beginning to compete with WWE on a major level in nearly two decades. On May 25th, 2019, AEW produced their first ever pay-per-view, Double or Nothing. So really, they're starting off this product fresh against uh, a company that started their product nine years ago. This is then, this is now, and this is forever as the marquee goes for WWE. So you ask me who, you know, what what factors into a good company? So Tony Khan is, you know, affiliated with the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's been in the NFL. He has managerial status. Uh, Triple H obviously started off as a worker. as did Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho who partake in this Ragnarok, this crazy sport that we, some of us, love called professional wrestling. Why do we love it? Because some people are like, don't talk about the Wednesday Night Wars. How about you take a rusted up dildo and shove it up your ass? Okay? There's a lot of people who are about to understand what a wrestling war entails. It entails a lot of keyboard warriors who think they know everything about the business and justifiably so, no, you don't. I don't know anything about it, but I know what I like. That's great. People have opinions, like everyone has assholes. They stink. And does that mean it certifies my opinion over others? No. It doesn't mean my opinion's better, but I do have solid facts that I just spouted off about when the company started, why, you know, what benefits were, will AEW have, what WWE, what look. Both of them will benefit from being on network TV. One will be on USA Network. The other one will be on TNT. One will, you know, represent where, you know, your stopping grounds are, where your roots come from. It's going to be fucking amazing. And if you don't like discussing, you can, like I said, you can take whatever's not nailed to the floor and shove it up your... Some of you might like that. Never mind. Um, yeah, don't threaten you with a good time. <sighs> so those of you wanting to message me on Instagram, yes, I will continuously talk about AEW because and WWE, the wars that will ensue between NXT and you know AEW. There are some things that both can do to allow criticism to ensue. I don't think there's very much that I can criticize about uh, NXT. you got to go with your major star players, Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano. With AEW, they say, well, we have multiple star players that you can watch. And I'm like, I have nothing against Kenny Omega. I met him once at WrestleCon. I have nothing against Cody Rhodes. I met him very briefly in the backstage area at an event. Oh, wait. That was when he was with WWE, and yes, he does not deny his roots. Because in order to build yourself in this business, what do you have to have? You have to have a fucking resume. What? Where did you start? Where did you begin? Where did you train? Who trained you? 
His dad is Dusty Rhodes. That's credential enough. Dustin Rhodes. So, Chris Jericho. God love the man because he is absolutely amazing when it comes to business practice and business ethic when it comes to the sport of professional wrestling. He goes one-on-one with Hangman Page for the inaugural AEW Championship. What AEW is doing, I would not compare them what they are doing to WrestleMania 1 because it was groundbreaking. It was brand new. It was like that shiny new toy that you like to play with in your garage, you know. Oh, I have a power tool. Ooh. I'm not been into power tools, folks, but I'm just using that as an analogy for those who are like Tony Stark and can go in their garage and make beautiful things come to life. Well, AEW by far gets chastised because they're a brand new company. How long will they last? And how long will their reign last, you know, compared to TNA, compared to Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor is still running. Future of Honor is still running. Women of Honor is still going. Look, even the Lucha Underground's kind of a... I don't know what they're doing, and I don't really seem to pay attention. Wrestling Revolver is still going on in Iowa. What does this have anything to do with the Wednesday Night Wars? There was Monday Night Wars. It's just a fucking different day of the week, you Sasquatches. Yes, you hairy Bildrats. I'm using different terminologies for insults because I love you all. But you talk about separating the men from the boys. It's just driving me absolutely insane. And I am one person who doesn't take much to light my fuse in some instances. But this is one that chafes, okay? And yes, I said chafes. How so? Because AEW hasn't even been on uh, TNT yet. So their cable ratings are rated on based on... Who is in their viewership in their first hour, their second hour, or even if they go that long, their third hour? I don't think they'll go three hours, but for two hours, two companies are going to go at it. And let me tell you, it's fucking amazing. I wonder, though, on Hulu. God damn my fucking emails. I wonder if on Hulu, what kind of rating wars or viewership is going to occur and how much is going to be recorded. I'm interested in also the quality that gets put out by both NXT and AEW, damn this busy street. Oh, I must say. It is nice to see professional wrestling at its best. The beauty that is in the eye of the beholders, both Vince McMahon and Triple H and the other McMahon, Stephanie and the other McMahon, Shane, versus... Their former compadres, Billy Gunn, Arn Anderson, Dean Malenko. I don't know if Tully even worked for WWE. I'd have to do my research on that. But I know that the creative staff, they're all in good fun. I don't know. What's the difference between the creative staff back then at WCW and the creative staff of WWE? Guys are just letting loose. Whatever gets ratings, whatever sells T-shirts, whatever sells tickets. 
it has to be some thought put behind this because you wouldn't just put a movie out that was complete shit. Although some directors think their work doesn't fucking stink until they get reviews on Rotten Tomatoes or whatever critic site runs through. What I'm trying to tell you all is the beauty of this. It's like painting a goddamn masterpiece. Picasso and, and Van Gogh ain't got nothing on this war. I tell you, one cut off his ear and went nuts. The other one, if we're doing history, the point is, the pictures that they painted for people back in the day, this is what I'm getting at. The analogy that I'm using is you can look at all the pictures of Van Gogh and and Rembrandt and uh, the brilliant minds that painted these pictures, and you say to yourself, man, I don't know what it is about the Mona Lisa, but (laughs) that painting has some kick to it. Something, you know. I will never, ever forget the Monday Night Wars. I didn't just watch him on the network, folks. I lived through that era along with a billion other people around this world. By the way, what's up, UK? What's up, United States of America? What's up, Canada? What's up, Latvia, Indonesia, Norway, Australia? What's up, Philippines? What's up, Tokyo, Japan, Italy? I love all the folks listening to my show. What's up, Germany? How you doing? What's up, Mexico? For those of you listening to this craziness, thank you for putting up with my madness. Anyways, back to the subjects at hand. So you have one Titan that is, you know, let's look at how long WWE's been around. Some of you are saying that they're going to go out of business. Never say never, but how long... I want to get the official number of years that WWE's been around. So, no, that's not. WWE's around since they took the E out. So, January 7th, 1952 is Capital Wrestling Corporation uh, from February 20th, 1980. So, 39 years ago, they turned into WWE. We even have the address for the headquarters, and I'm going to read that aloud. You'll know somebody could just Google it. Um, but they've been around since 1952. Yeah, you know, that's holy crap, dude. 60 would be, 50 would be 02, 60 would be 12. So 67 years, as old as my father. Mm, let me just point this out. When you cap, Capital Wrestling was founded under Vince McMahon, senior trilogy, you don't need the fucking history lesson. Let me remind you, TNA, let's, let's research them, is now Impact Wrestling. So, um, Total Nonstop Action Wrestling, TNA, when did it start? Got to do some research here. TNA, and all the way, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on, you know, behind the scenes to make this work. So, June 19, 2002, in Nashville, Tennessee, is when Impact Wrestling began, or TNA, whatever it's called. Does WWE, I don't think they own them, no, 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 no. They own a percentage of TNA, of course, yes, I, I realize that, sir. 
So, 17 minutes left. Tina is still around in some shape or form because it's Impact Wrestling and a lot of people still watch it. Because you keep me home, no. That's what some of you do, yo. And it's not that you do it on purpose. It's the fact that you, like you, the generalized wrestling, the general form of a wrestling fan will say, I like this, I dislike this. We agree to disagree. I like both. NXT and AEW. Mm, it's hard to say. AEW, the same filter camera using a replay of what happened at uh, Double or Nothing, All In. All their pay per views have been a success. Every crowd has been a sellout. They said, This is wrestling. Um, I find that to be an insult. Do you know why? Do you guys know? That professional wrestling is anything and everything that involves entertaining the, the masses, right? So on a level of DWWE eyeing me is what one of you put. You said you can never get into it because you already formed your opinion. You're already assuming you're jumping to conclusion. It's called ignorance. I'm like, no, 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 no. Rest in peace, NXT. It's not what it used to be. The product, nobody's vested in it. The ratings are down. People are angry. This is what people do to the product. They screwed that some bitch sideways. Well, I'm going to say in response that until you actually get to see both products go at it, please shut your cake holes. Please. Because people say, well, I love how the smarts go on their podcast and say how they feel. If it wasn't for said podcast or fans watching you and paying the money to see you, all you owe us is a good show. Okay? That's all you really owe us. And I I find it amusing that people are already assuming the position in just sucking on the proverbial dick of AEW or NXT and they're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna just take it for all it's worth. Need I remind you there are reasons why people go see certain musicians. They go to see different people go at it because they're like, oh, I love this this debate because Look at this point in this argument. Not that anybody would watch a debate unless it's political season, which next year is right around the corner, folks. Some more riot gas and tear gas and all kinds of gas will be thrown at people next year. I guarantee you it's not in the Bible, but the point is don't jump to conclusion. Just That's my whole point yesterday was. AEW is just a year, like not even a year old. They're six months old, not even. They're just, okay, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. They're five months old, and you guys are already, OMG, I'm going to orgasm because their wrestling is so pure. Same thing with NXT. They're like, God, NXT, you know, it started sooner in 2010, ended. It started back up in 2012 or 13, and it started with the people from FCW. There's plenty of folks like, okay, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor, 
okay, even though he's not there anymore, Enzo Amore, Colin, uh, Colin Cassidy, Carmella, Aaliyah, well, pfft, Aaliyah, she's been there a while, but the Forgotten Sons, Street Profits, most importantly, Undisputed, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, and Roderick Strong. Then you have Orny Lorcan, Danny Burch. You have NXT UK that branched off into a different division, folks. AEW has superstars that let people... What what happens, my question then is, and I, I still question, there's a lot of questions. So what if Moxley goes to Japan and gets hurt? What happens if Cody Rhodes goes to an independent booking and gets hurt? So then you're fucked because that's the franchise. Like, putting your eggs in one basket, you're taking a risk. And I commend AEW for taking that risk and putting themselves on the line. However, I got a lot of questions for both uh, NXT and AEW separately. Let's start off with NXT. Going to two hours on September 18th on the USA Network, right? That's uh, a few weeks before AEW puts out their product. So they're already beating them to the punch. Some say that Vince McMahon going to NXT is going to bury the product. It's going to kill off what Hunter started back in 2012-2013. So how do you keep the momentum going with who you have? You have Matt Riddle. You have Killian Dane. Shayna Baszler heading the women's division. They're like, oh, they need a bigger person, really. So that's why my question to AEW is, you have over an overflowing roster. How do you keep fans entertained with an overflow amount of talent? With guys like the Jungle, or the Jungle Guy or Jungle Boy, Jungle Boy. You have guys like Killian Murphy and Sonny Kiss, who is phenomenal in ring. You have talent like Austin Kong, Aja Kong, uh, Tessa Blanchard, Kaya. Not just the women's division. It's the men's division that's overflowing with talent, too. Who can deny Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega, Hangman Page, Joey Janela, John Moxley, Darby Allin, MJF, who is extremely reminiscent gimmick-wise of EC3 mixed in with The Rock. No, 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 not that level yet. The man is fucking talented, and you got to give it to him. The question is, how, how are you guys going to one-up one another? I guess the, question will, the questions I have will be answered directly on September 18th, 2019. If you have not seen any of NXT, please watch. Because you will be sorely lost when it goes to USA Network. And if you don't have USA Network, you can have Hulu on demand, you know, TV, and you pay $49 to $59, I believe, per month. It's worth the penny because if you don't have cable, Hulu is a cheap way to watch the shit. That is very fucking cheap. Now, if you have an internet provider to watch this uh, shindig go down on USA Network on Wednesdays, mmm. If you don't want cable, then I suggest Hulu, or you can watch it on Daily Motion because some idiots will stream it for you. It's the cheapened way of doing your research before you preach the bullshit that comes out of your mouth. Some of you, not all of you. I say this because I see some of you already starting wars like, Oh, Vince 
Vince McMahon destroyed NXT. Look what he did during the Attitude Era, and this is a different time. Also, keep in mind for those of you who doubt AEW, if you haven't watched it all the way through, don't assume. All right. And what I'm going to leave you with is AEW puts on a show, so does WWE. What is it that is the main component for success? What is the main factor, this whole thing? One word. Actually, a few words. They put on a show. They could be NXT. If you like WWE, you still hold on to threads. They could mean you like AEW, and you just got sick of what you saw in WWE. Like, Brock Lesnar became champion. Oh, they put it on Seth again. You're always going to fucking find something to fucking criticize. Is my point. What I'm getting at is I'm just excited to watch wrestling point blank, period. And if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say on this fucking show, then what I'm going to say is, well, I got three choice words for you. Forget about it because daddy has to eat. All right. I am a bit floofy, and I need my nourishment. All right, folks. I love y'all, but toodles, bitches. I will see you next time. Hopefully, Hap does better tonight on the mound. Yo, that reveals quite like go Yankees. Screw the A's. You guys barely can get an audience, and your fucking attendance is shitty. So, oh, yeah, and they decided to better to go away from Oakland because they couldn't keep my Raiders. How dare you? You decide to move us out. Not for my rant. You decide to move us out and put us in Vegas? Oh, well, you know, shit happens, right? <laughs> Enjoy your day, night, whatever, breakfast, lunch, doesn't matter. If you eat at Denny's, it's fine. Get drunk. I don't care. Toodles, bitches. I got you. <laughs> Personality, the cult of personality.